0: welcome to the travelers podcast uh today we're going to be talking about croatia um i know we've already done an episode on croatia but we um we went back because it was that good So we're going to talk about things like driving from the north of Europe to the south of Europe We're going to be talking about the island just off, um, just off Croatia that we fell in love with We're going to talk about the inland part of Croatia that we fell in love with But predominantly is talking around the Dalmatian coast So, Leanne, where are we going to start off?
1: Well, this story starts in Lithuania, mm. which is where we were stuck for the first wave, hashtag of COVID, um, for a very, very long time. I don't know. When did we arrive? We arrived in Lithuania at the beginning of February, and we mm. left at the end of June. Mm-hmm. We were meant to be there for four weeks. So yeah, we, we got to know Vilnius quite well. Um
0: Just for for some context for the listeners that we usually spend sort of, the maximum we spend anywhere is usually about six or eight weeks, isn't it? So Mm. this is potentially, was it the longest at that point, the longest place we'd spent in three years?
1: Yeah. 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 By a lot. Mm -hmm. I think we spent, did we spend five weeks in Gdansk before that?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so
1: yeah it was a long time. so um, so yeah, so we were we were there for a while. The Lithuania actually handled the virus quite well, so we came out of lockdown the end of April. Mm-hmm. about six weeks, wasn't it? We were in full lockdown. Things started to open up, but the borders remained closed until mid-june mm-hmm. um, and the week after we heard the borders had opened, uh, we, we were gone.
0: Yeah, COVID test, all our papers. Mm-hmm. Which, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you'll realise or you'll know that <laughs> that journey, which took us three days to go all the way down, and we were we were terrified about all the borders, and nobody really seemed to care. We went through Slovenia and no, not sorry, Slovenia, Slovakia, um, and um, sorry, Slovenians and Slovaks, um, and they, uh, they there was no one on the border, was there?
1: No, no, no. There was there was somebody on the border as we went into Poland, but he was chatting to his mate. <laughs> and then <laughs> we stayed a night in Krakow, mm-hmm. um, which was an interesting drive through Poland, lots of dirt tracks, and yeah. And then from there we went to into Slovakia, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, nobody,
0: nobody cared. They went to Austria. Did we go
1: through Austria? Austria, yeah.
0: Nobody cared.
1: And then into Slovenia.
0: Nobody cared. No, and then they well they did care in Slovenia because if you've heard before we've got this um, <laughs> um what do we call it vignette gate
1: mm-hmm.
0: where, yeah. um, <clears throat> we got caught once not having a vignette driving in Slovenia and got fined five hundred euros so uh, but nope they stopped us to check the vignette and that was it didn't really care about anything else then we got into Croatia that was probably the first first time where they actually cared a little bit
1: yeah so at the time I'm not, I'm not sure if it, it it's the same now it might well be but. At the time you had to register, um I'll go just with the tourist office essentially, isn't it, while you're entering uh Croatia mm-hmm. and had to have a printout. And they, they did they did look at that. Mm-hmm. Took our passports obviously, it's non Schengen. Um and then we were straight into into Zagreb where we at night, which is nice. Not been there before.
0: No, that was really cool. It was a really nice city and because we, I think everyone just came out of lockdown. It was uh, it was quite vibrant. And yeah, there's a really cool street along there. I think we've talked about it. A really cool street, um, which is just pedestrianised bars, um, and uh, you can just sit down. You can have a drink. You can go and uh, you can have something to eat. Um, I think we had like a Dalmatian meat and cheese board or something mm-hmm. similar, uh, which was great. And uh, <clears throat> your man plied us with gin, and then lift, then <laughs> then at the end he said we don't take cards, so we had to quickly. Uh, run along and go and get some cash because he obviously <laughs> saw us coming. So uh, That
1: happens to us so often.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, I mean, I, I know since COVID happened, people are kind of wanting to use cards more often anyway, but I, oh, it happens so often. We just don't really carry cash, do we?
0: No, we're like the Queen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, so Zagreb was fun. And then we yeah. had the drive down to Imotski, which as I said is in, in Southeast Croatia, not far from the, the border of um, Bosnia-Herzegovina. and um, the first half of the drive was pretty dull. Mm-hmm. Second half of the drive is pretty special. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then we landed in in Emotski. We got a deal on our Airbnb in Emotski.
0: She might be listening.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Gabrielle, if you are listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, lots of places had had their borders closed, so people only just started to travel again. Um, so yeah, so we had a really sweet little house, didn't we, in the country town called...
0: Uh, Gaussin? A, um, yeah, no, Gaussin's in um, Spain. It was like that g- grub. Mm. We should have looked that up, shouldn't we?
1: Yeah. It was only a few kilometres from Emotski, though, the, the main town of mm-hmm. Um
0: Apparently, um, the uh, the lady who owned the Airbnb was telling us that that literally means rough, I think. And she says, translate it, and it means rough in English. And there's, she so she said there's a sign as you go in saying... Foreigners beware or something. Which was completely the opposite experience of what we had. Yeah. Even though it was very rural. Um, can I tell my story about walking into someone's house? Please do. <laughs> so we lived on this main road and it was quite difficult to walk the dog. Because even though we we're in the country, then there was no pavements on the road. So it was really, for the first few days, we didn't really know where to go. Um, we ended and up people quite... went
1: fast down that road.
0: <clears throat> yes, they did. It was to be, I think because there's a lot of toll roads sort mm. of between um what what's the main bit in um Dalmatia? um split split and dubrovnik. dubrovnik so um there's a toll road there so i think a lot of trucks and hgbs and stuff use these back roads but it it is it's quite frightening you're walking along and suddenly there's a 26 ton arctic comes around mm. the corner and nearly mows you down
1: i think it is actually the only the only road as well f- from that side into bosnia or is it yeah so i think in terms of like a transit perspective it's quite busy
0: it was quite interesting because the um the aldi or the little um just just in Iwatsky is only a few kilometers from the bosnian border but um you look at the cars who were parked there and you mm. it almost always was 80 percent bosnian because mm-hmm. you don't get aldi or hoffa or uh, um, Lidl or Aldi or Hoff as it's called down this mm. way you don't get that in Bosnia so it's quite interesting they must, they, they must come over the border to get their decent supplies and then go back to Bosnia whatever
1: they may be whatever could yeah. be cheese <laughs> it's probably beer
0: <laughs> anyway so, um, so this is day two and I was taking the dog for a walk and I, I looked on the map and there's a river and it looked like I walked across the road down a little track and then I ended up at the river so that's what I did so I walked down the road across the track Um, and then it got narrower and narrower, got into some houses and then I turned a corner um, and the biggest dog I've ever seen came running towards me.
1: I've, I since saw the dog and it Mm -hmm. is massive, Mm -hmm. like great Dane size, huge.
0: And we, we've always had Rottweilers before and this is crossed with a Rottie, but also with, he say he said something else. A wolf. (laughs) Yes. Honestly, this must have been sort of a eight stone dog, it was huge, came running towards us. And there was, a, <laughs> there was a guy there sitting there with two women, one a little bit older than, than him and one about the same age. Um, and they were just sitting out in the sort of, in the, I say the street, it was by this stage it was like a dirt track. And he starts running over and grabs the dog and chains him up um, and puts him in the corner and then comes back over. And he's like, hello. <laughs> and I'm like, hello. <laughs> and then it was at the point, that point I realized I'd walked into basically his farm and the track didn't go anywhere. The only place it went to was where the dog was chained up. Um, and, uh, and I basically walked into his house. Now, if this had been somewhere in potentially uh, Western Europe or the UK, um, we walk into someone's house, the first thing they say is, who the hell are you and what the hell do you want? Mm-hmm. Possibly less formal and polite than that. <laughs> Completely the opposite here. This guy was, although he spoke like maybe six words of English and I spoke two of Croatian, um, uh, i was showed him on the map where i was trying to go to and he said nini that doesn't you know we can't get there and he went wine or vino and i was like well we know what vino." while means.
1: i'm here
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no 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 it's fine it's fine and before he could say anything um he'd grabbed the plastic coke bottle that he'd that he filled with his homemade wine and he would poured me a glass of wine and he made me sit down where he was sitting and he stood up so i sat next to what might be his mother and might be his wife i don't know um and um we're drinking wine with this guy. And I'm like, this is incredible. And um, I tried to show, like, the only thing I could do was show him pictures of our Rottie we used to have. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, Rottweiler, Rottweiler. Um, and then I went, thank you so much. Finished my wine. Thank you so much. And I was like, you know, uh, thank you. Off we go. Anyway, he said, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh God, what's happening now? What's he going to do? And he comes back out with a plastic bag with a bottle of his homemade wine that he wants <laughs> me to take home with him. So not only have I trespassed on his property, not only have I made him chain his dog up, not only have made things really awkward by not speaking any kind of Croatian.
1: And he took his seat.
0: And I took his seat. <laughs> but then he gave me a bag of his own wine uh, that I got to take home. And we took it back and it's pretty good. It yeah, was pretty it was good. decent. It was. Um, so that was quite interesting. And then when I asked the um, the lady, the Airbnb host, I said, how do I thank them? Because, you know, in the UK, you tend to go and buy wine and give it back. And she said, no, that's the worst thing you can do because what you're saying there is the wine that you gave me is no good. Here's some other stuff from Aldi, Lidl, whatever. She said, what you need to go do is go and buy some coffee for him. She said, but don't go and buy just one because apparently there's some kind of weird thing where... Um, in the Balkans, if you give just one packet of coffee, it means it's just a token gift, and you don't really respect them. You've got to give them two, and that means that you respect them and mm-hmm. you're it's, um, and you're grateful for what they've done for you. So off I went bought my two two things of coffee for about a euro each. Went down there the other the next day with him with him in a bag, and he was over the moon, absolutely mm-hmm. over the moon. And every time we saw him after that, he would because he had a little tractor, didn't he, which he'd drive around.
1: Yeah. So I so Al came back with his wine and, and told me this story and. And then obviously did his, his coffee thank you run. Um, oh, actually, I went with you then, didn't I? I That's when I saw That's the right, dog, yeah. but he wasn't there. And then I was walking. Um, so where we were, as I said, you could go down into the valley and, and walk along the river. We actually had to drive there. It was about a 15-minute mm-hmm. drive away, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. um, you couldn't get to it on foot from where we were. Um, so I had driven there, and I was walking peanut down the down the road where there's lots of um, vineyards and really pretty. And then this car just just stopped... And he was like, ah, and I was like, oh, God, what's it done? I'm not big here. This is private land. And he just kept pointing at me, pointing at the dog and saying, male, male. And I was like, he, he is male. Yeah. And his massive dog was on the front seat. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my male. He's like, yeah, you're male, Vino. Oh. He was the smiliest, nicest guy in the world. He's very sweet.
0: And in a plot twist, when we left the house, um, I was speaking to the the owner's parents mm-hmm. um, and it turns out that it's actually the the owner's dad's brother was the owner's uncle mm. um who who it was so we're probably one of the very few people who've got a Spanish car in English driving around in or that area so uh, so we got we maybe became a little bit famous <laughs> but.
1: yeah i mean it, it was it was a beautiful place i mean where we were it was a nice little house it probably wasn't ideal Deal if you didn't have a car, Mm -hmm. because it was pretty far away from Imotski itself. Again, that was about a 15 minute drive, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. But the area itself, if you've got a car, is so, so many nice places. In fact, I think you probably need a car anyway around there, don't you? Yeah. Um, But yeah, Imotski is famous for its lakes, Um, at least, well, we didn't know it was, but apparently it is, so you might know. There's a, a blue lake, there's a red lake, uh, and then we found the Green Lake, mm-hmm. uh, which was our favourite. Mm-hmm. You could walk around that really nicely. There's really beautiful um, national park there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, just, it's just stunning. I mean, if you, if you follow us on Instagram, you, you would have seen us post a lot of pictures of that over the summer. But it was it's possibly one of the most beautiful landscapes we've found ourselves in. It's very dramatic.
0: It is. It is. And it's only a 20-minute drive to the coast. There's a huge mountain between Imotski and the actual coast, um, and uh, and the, the, they've drilled a tunnel through the middle, which it's, at the moment is free. Looks like it's been free for a long time, um, rather than toll. Um, and uh, you drive through it for about three kilometres through this mountain, and then you just pop out right on the coast, and yes. it's absolutely beautiful. It's it's one of those places where you get down to it, and you look back up, and you think it looks. You know, it look, you know in you know in the old films they used to paint the backgrounds um you know like in the westerns they used to paint these and then just do it in a studio it looks like you're in that it looks like the background's been painted it's absolutely stunning
1: mm, it is and when you pop out there the nearest um kind of beach point to go to is a place called um Bashkovoda, which yeah. we went to a few times it's a really nice beach there's a dog friendly bit as well if you're traveling with your hound uh, we spent the day there a
0: lot of naked people
1: yeah, <laughs> quite a few naked people, um, and it looks out onto the island of Brach. Mm. Um, and nice we already, segue. yeah, we'd already kind of earmarked Brach, and then when we were in Zagreb, we were talking to the guy who, who owned the wine bar that, that we were drinking in, um, and we told him that we were thinking about going to Brach, and he pretty much like confirmed it for us, didn't he? He said it mm. was, it was beautiful, and showed us some pictures. So, um, so yeah, so we after our four weeks. Mm-hmm. Five weeks. Five weeks. In Imotsky. In Imotsky, yeah. yeah, we um we headed over to Bratch.
0: So we've talked to you a little bit about Bratch when we went on a little exploratory journey. But um we went across there predominantly was it for two weeks? No, four weeks, wasn't it? Five.
1: Five weeks. Yeah.
0: So we're gonna go across there for five weeks. Um for for those of you who um like us have a relatively fixed budget for your accommodation, just mm. just to be aware Bratch is expensive. F- inexpensive. <laughs> <for> accommodation. <laughs> uh, we probably paid i think we probably paid about three times more for the time in brach than we did for the time in Motsky. Yeah. is that fair to say maybe four maybe four yeah it was
1: it was pretty expensive <laughs> like our our usual monthly budget wasn't far off for a week there really mm. was it it is expensive um oh, but so worth it so to get to Brach, there's a there's two different ways you can get there. You can get there from Split, or you can get them there from a place called Makarska. So if you're further down towards the Dubrovnik end of Croatia, that's going to be your nearest port. Um, super cheap, isn't it? Or two of us in the car, was it like 25 euros? On the ferry? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it takes about an hour.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, so that's easy enough. Um, if you are travelling with a dog... One thing that we didn't realize the first the first time we went over, um, is that you're not allowed to take dogs into the main. What's it called on a ferry? Like where people are, cabin area. area.
0: Um, where the bar is and the toilets are and the...
1: Yeah, and it, it said no dogs. We're like, okay. Well, we'll just have to stand on the, the outdoor bit then. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, it's at this point. It was July. Was it July still? Yeah, July. Mm-hmm. Um, so poor Pino, it was very hot. And although we, we did get him into the shade quite quickly, he did have a little episode, didn't he? <laughs> Got a bit lightheaded, bless him. Um, so yeah, but what we realised on our ferry trip back is that there is actually an upstairs part which is shaded and the seats and you can take your dog up there. So mm-hmm. should you be travelling with a dog? Good to know.
0: So we arrived in a place called uh, Supertower? Sumatin. Sumatin. Um there's, So Summerton is in the, is it what, southernmost point? Uh, Northern most? S- southeast.
1: Southeast. So
0: it's
1: east, it's very, very east. It's on the east side.
0: And it's the main place where, where most of the, certainly the car ferries come in. Um And uh, and so you go in there and it's a tiny little village. There's not much to, to do, but there's a couple little bars uh, to have a wander around in. Um There's a really good bakery there that does amazing, mm. um, amazing borek.
1: Yeah. But the, it's the it's the approach, yeah. isn't it? That's so special. Like if anyone's been to Dubrovnik and a used to that kind of is it sandstone in Dubrovnik and it and it's not on branch. They've got they've got their own quarry and it's like a white mm-hmm. stone. But it's very similar in architecture. So just the approach to it, seeing these white buildings and church towers just popping out of the sea, pretty much because mm-hmm. it's so close to the shore. It's it's just incredible.
0: I think, I think the important buildings in Dubrovnik were built from the rock that they took from Bratch.
1: Oh, were they? So it is the same yes. then? Okay, so yeah. So if anyone's been to Dubrovnik, they'll...
0: Or watch Game I of know. Thrones. Or watch Game of Thrones, yeah. Then most of the brick you're seeing in Game of Thrones will be from the island of Brach, mm. which is the largest island, I think, isn't it? In the, in the archipelago edge Is it? I think so by Landmass.
1: Oh, well, there you go.
0: Um, Havar's long and thin and this one's short and fat.
1: And yeah, Havar is actually probably a bit more famous. So if mm-hmm. you know of Havar, Brach is, is the one next to it.
0: Which is better, in our opinion. Yeah. So we drove to our place, which we were staying, which is a place called Bol. Now, that journey there is incredible because it's probably about a 40-minute mm. journey. And for the first maybe 35 minutes, it's just, you could be driving anywhere. It's just, you're just on a on a normal... Inland. Road. Inland, yes. You're on a normal road in Croatia, which means that uh, which means that you're at any point in time at risk of someone... Coming around the corner on the wrong side of the mm. road, um, on the phone, having a fag. Um, but um, we got there, and then the last sort of 15 minutes, you wind down. You come out, and you come out on the side where you're looking over Havar, and you wind down this road for 15 minutes, um, like hairpin turns and so forth, and it is just the most amazing place. Then, mm. you, then five minutes away, it just opens out, and you see Bol beneath you, the little village of Bol. Um, I say village. It's the actual Bol itself is quite a village, but then there's this extended bit near as uh, Latina something.
1: Zlatni Rat, which is a famous beach, the the kind of the Horn Beach, which is lots of pictures of. It's it's known as the symbol of the Adriatic. So if you've ever kind of Googled um, that that area in Croatia, you probably would have would have seen pictures of it. So that's yeah, just just outside of Bol. But yeah, no matter how many times we did that drive, it's just oh wow, mm-hmm. wow.
0: It was amazing. So we arrived in Bol and we stayed in a place called Villa Azura. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so Villa Azura is run by um, a couple who are actually, I think they were actually from near Imotski yeah. originally. Um, really smiley couple um, and their daughter and they've got some great staff who are very smiley. And it's just one of those most amazing places. Uh, uh, Yaka and Petta, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, they couldn't. They, they just couldn't welcome you more. It was just the most beautiful place. So we stayed in one of the uh, apartments up there, uh, which got a lovely view over the um, over Havar and the um, and the estuary between the two. Mm. Um, and the, and if you're looking for somewhere in Bol, then Villa Azura is definitely worth a look. And yeah. you, the restaurant is great as well.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
0: And they couldn't do enough for us. I think we said, um, we said yeah, we want to come, but um, is there a chance of a washing machine? And they were like, yeah, no problems. And then they went off. Petter went off and bought a washing machine, took it all the way up because we were on the top floor. So took us all the way up the steps, fitted this washing machine for us. And, uh, uh, you know, they just couldn't do enough for us. And it's all fully dog friendly. Yaka loves dogs. Um, so if you're traveling with a dog, that's definitely a place to go. You, you might be able to find places slightly cheaper on Bowl, but you're not talking about saving a lot of money. So if you're going to spend that money, then definitely Villa Azura is, for us, the place we probably go back again and again.
1: Yeah, we a- we actually did a bit of a recce there, didn't we, when we were still in Nemotsky, Um, because we knew we wanted to go for for quite a few weeks. Um, and we stayed in a two-bed apartment. They actually look great, didn't they? We booked mm-hmm. a one bed, they they put us in a two-bed, um, which was really lovely. It's, really, it's very brightly decorated, like aquamarine blues and mm-hmm. white furniture. It's very bright and clean. Um, and then we went back again. We had a a mezzanine apartment, mm-hmm. which was also two bed, mm-hmm. um, but obviously over two floors, so I had a bit more space. Um, we were a bit cheeky and got the one with a hot tub as well, which was nice. <laughs> um, but the views are incredible, and it's, I mean, if anyone uses um, booking.com for for booking places to stay, the reviews are incredible. It's just ridiculous. I think overall it's got a 9.4. Um, you know, it's got almost 300 views and all of them are, are just 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. As Al said, the restaurant is great as well. Um, and it's not it's not far to walk into town. The walk there is much more pleasant than the walk back because it is uphill. Um, bit hill, we um, affectionately <laughs> we called did. it. But it's not, it's not very far. So even though it's steep, it's probably only uh, less than a 10-minute walk, isn't it? Down to, down to
0: the port. Not so much fun though when it's uh, 33 degrees outside and, uh, and you're walking up a
1: no. 1
0: in 10 slope. And there's no shade. And there's no shade and you've got shopping bags, in our case, full of gin. Mm. Um, just a little quick tip, if you are going there, then there's sort of like, there's the bowl waterfront, um, like dock or harbour, and it's got lots of bars and restaurants mm. around there. Uh, you probably We found that a lot of those were catering for the tourists. Um, yeah. And obviously, so
1: it is a tourist town on Bratch, isn't it, really, Paul?
0: It is. No, I'm not. And they they were good. I mean, they were nice enough, but we found some some great places slightly out of the town, mm. as I suppose as it is where anyway. Although there is a bar, <laughs> there is a bar there um, which is brilliant and um, doesn't do food, just does drinks, and they speak perfect English. And I can't remember for the life of what it's called, um, but it's near the tourist office so uh, if you're looking for somewhere then there's a bar with umbrellas outside it's the last one before the tourist office if you're walking around with the sea on your right hand side fabulous place really nice people and um he was teaching us bits of croatian as well when we got there so each time we take a challenge to try and learn our drink ordering croatian Mm -hmm. um but yeah great place great place
1: yeah no it's beautiful and we um we were there for five weeks initially (laughs) um as we've said, it it was, it was a, it was a, it was a treat. It was Mm -hmm. summer. We were there from like mid July until the end of August. So we saw it as our our holidays. Well, and we actually did take a week off work while we're there, which we don't do very often. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think that was the first week off we took since new year. Mm -hmm. Um, and before that, I can't remember some, maybe, but we took a week off and we, um, we adventured, we touristed. We did. Um, so yeah, so highlights. What what you what was your highlight? We did a lot of things that week.
0: I think my 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 highlight was the quad bikes. Mm. I love the quad bikes. I've had when I was about fifth, well, probably younger, fourteen. I'm forty three now, so what's that? Thirty years ago, almost. Um, I used to work on a farm. And you old. I know. I used to work on a farm, and they had a quad bike, um, and they bought this quad bike, and it was so much fun being on this quad bike. And I haven't been on one since. And, uh, and so we saw them, you could go and rent them, and they weren't that expensive for the day. I can't remember was it about eighty euros or something equivalent. of?
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It was it was really affordable, and it was again. I don't know the name of it, but if you're um if you're in Bowl, there's only really one place anywhere you can rent rent them from. And it's if you're work walking towards uh, the beach, is that any? slightly wrapped beach um you hit a, a promenade where it becomes pedestrianized and it's pretty much the first place mm. you'll see on your right hand side um i think there's there's a dude next to it the rents cars as well um so yeah you can't miss it it's the only place so um so yes we got it for the, the day
0: yeah we got it for the day we went in at like nine o'clock and got it till six and um and the, the thing is that i think you probably can take them on the roads but we saw people take them on the roads we weren't quite brave enough to do that but what there is is lots of tracks going both east and west or north and south i don't know what the uh, directions are Mm -hmm. are from Bull. and so you can just basically jump on this gravel track and then head off um sort of maybe 25 minutes one way and then turn around and come back and head off 25 minutes the other way
1: and it's Uh, all on the coast isn't it so the mm -hmm. views are stunning um yeah, so we went. The, the first track we went down was actually past Villa Azora. So if you either stay there or if you, you see where it is, that road, um, if you just go straight past it, so the sea is on your right, uh, you'll see it turn into a, a dirt track. And if you just go straight down there, it goes for a while, doesn't it? About 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, all down the coast, you see the little coves and, and yeah, churches. and
0: Yeah, it's just, um, it's just amazing. And then go on the other way. And that's where we discovered the, um, the lamb on a spit, which we'll talk about shortly.
1: Oh yeah, forgotten um, about the lamb on a spit. Oh, I haven't.
0: So we, um, <laughs> so so if you go the other way, then you end up. You can go a lot further. You can probably drive for maybe an hour and a half. And um, bear in mind, we're on tra- travel travel racks, r- gravel tracks. So this, you're probably doing like fifteen fifteen miles an hour. It feels like you're doing six hundred, doesn't it? But yeah. Um, and so um, uh, so you go that way, and you can find all kinds of things. Like there's lots of little like there's 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 lots of sort of Restaurants or bars, but but generally people will go to them from a boat. So yeah. they'll 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 moor their boat and then they'll swim in because they're much cooler than us. Um, they'll swim in and then um, order their calamari or whatever and and then swim back out to their boat. But if you've got the quad bike, you can get down to them quite easily. Um, there's one called um, I want to say Coco. Yeah. Um, Coco, and that is, and it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't find it if you were just driving past it because you have to drive along the main along a gravel road, then you have to turn left to go down another gravel track, then you go through a olive grove, and you wouldn't find it. But, but if you're on the sea, on the, then you it's quite obvious because it's got big signage on the sea. And we mm-hmm. just went in there, and um, and they said there was no one. Um, they said they haven't got room for us. But then this lovely couple said, "Oh, we're leaving. You can sit down." And we sat down, and we had lamb and calamari and risotto, I think.
1: Oh, it was the black.
0: Oh, yeah, the squid. It wasn't
1: squid. It was cuttlefish. Oh, yeah. Um, which I think must be a either a regional dish or, or an island dish because a lot of places had it on the menu, didn't it? But it was oh, it was so
0: good. Just amazing. Cooked perfectly. Mm.
1: And really reasonable. That might have been the cheapest meal that we, we had on Bratch. I don't think it was more than 30 euros.
0: No, I don't think so. And bear in mind, that includes like a big jug of wine, which of course I was driving back, so Leanne had to take care of. <laughs> but the, um, that's one of the things that, once you get out of the tourist area, you're not charged by the glass, well, you can be, but you're generally not charged by the glass. You get homemade wine, and you might get a litre for five euros, and it's really, really good stuff. Um, we went to the, um, to the Olive Museum, didn't we, on another day?
1: We did. that <laughs> is up by, um... what was that town called? Looking
0: forward to you pronouncing was it it got no vowels it was like or something
1: it was it's probably the skrip. oldest script or script maybe
0: I think you <laughs> this is the day that um uh, that Sean Connery passed away but um he would do very well in Croatia or the <laughs> Balkans because of, <laughs> anything with an S with skrip. a little hat on the top like an upside down triangle I think is pronounced with a sh so script
1: yes near Dol which is um another nice village mm-hmm. um but yeah, the olive oil museum. That was um that was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I expected, but I thought here's small of trees, here's how we press them, here's your oil. Um but we went and I think we paid do you remember how much it was? I,
0: it would be some, I reckon it's less than 10 euros.
1: Yeah, so. I wanted to say like seven. Yeah. Um and you and it's really good actually. It's an old um, olive press that they've turned to a bit of a museum um, but they've still got all of the old equipment in there so they, they take you round, around each kind of stage of the olive oil making process, there's a, a big grinder that they actually let you have a go don't they, you were mm-hmm. turning it um, so it's pretty cool, this is downstairs and then you go upstairs and you taste the oils that they have um, and they also gave us some Tappenade. tapenade, oh yeah that was really great and then I think we paid maybe we paid a bit more actually. I think maybe was it a couple of euros more, and you also got. Um, didn't we also get some meats.
0: We got some meats, and then an, again another li- another liter wine. of homemade red wine. Yeah. Which was great, and it's, you think about homemade red wine, and you're like, mm. I'll be honest. I think some of that homemade red wine was I preferred that to some of the stuff we bought in the supermarket. The yeah. In the supermarket um it was uh, it was brilliant and there's a guy there young young lad um is he the son of no he's not he's the nephew
1: nephew because yeah. his mum
0: makes the wine i think yes um so um but he's if you can get him he's well they're all brilliant but we had him and he was just i just couldn't do enough for you and you think that he must be doing these like probably a tour every 90 minutes and they were still like excited about it and mm-hmm. you know he's really so we Went, it was really good, and we had some um, olive liqueur as well. I think. Oh yes. It. Which sounds horrible and was great.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it was really nice, and it's um, yeah, it, it's quite, it's quite a well-known. Um, I mean, it's certainly obviously for people who live there, it's a well-known part of the island. But it's quite, I think, from a um, a climate perspective, it's got a little microclimate, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit warmer there, mm-hmm. more because inland. It's it's quite sheltered. Um, so he's telling us how this, this makes their olive trees the best in, well, in the island and then in the region as well. As, so, you know, they would claim, but it was pretty good. Um, so we went there. And then from there, we tried to do a wine, a winery. Um, we but weren't no. very organized with this, this particular no. day, were we? So we only emailed that morning. And as you can imagine, it was August by this point. So everywhere's, everywhere's busy. But we did find one.
0: We'll not name it. No, but basically we um, we turned up <coughs> expecting this winery, um, and it was uh, basically it was a it was a shed with a little bit of a terrace covered terrace outside, um, and we've if you if you listen to us regularly you'll know that um, um, what, what's the what's the technical term is it wino for someone who like <laughs> wine? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we do like wine, and so we went to taste some of this wine, and we sat down and. And he basically had like five or six of these liqueurs, which um, in in Spain, <coughs> they're known as Agua Caliente. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they, basically it's rakia, isn't it?
1: Yeah, or grappa. Or grappa. In Italy, yeah.
0: Um, and uh, he's like, try this with walnut, try this with santo, And every single one of them was grim. Mm. Um, and they had wasps like wandering over the top. Mm. And then he brought the wines out and he's like, so have you been to a wine tasting before? We're like, yeah, yeah, we've been to like this one, this one, this one. And then we, used, we mentioned one, Grabovich, I think. Um, on the mainland, which is one of the best in that area, is he, that we've talked yeah. about this before. But that was such a good experience. Um, but um, we talked, and and his his face fell a little bit, and then we realised why because essentially it looks like he's gone to a supermarket, bought four bottles of wine under three euros, and uh, and serving them as saying right, let's give you a wine experience because we left all of them, didn't we?
1: Yeah, I think I think for the moment we walked into the we walked out. We were there about twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and he gave us food as well. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for wine tasting, book in advance. Go to the established wineries, and um, you'll be fine. We are yeah. bad, are bad. Um, but yes, that was that was one day. Corkbacker um, was another day. My favourite day was mm-hmm. the day that we we rented a boat. Mm-hmm. So you can rent little put put boats as we called them <laughs> um, all over the island. You'll you'll see them. They're just these small little. Little boats with a, a motor on the back. Um we got ours from Bowl. Um, there is a speaking of wineries, there is a winery in Boll called Stina Winery, which is pretty decent. I liked I got on more better with it, I think, than you did. Mm. I liked it, but it's it's quite an imposing building, so you won't you won't miss it. Um and just opposite that is is the stand that we rented our our little putt putt boat from. Again, it wasn't as expensive as you Thing. i don't know we'd never hired a boat before so i had no idea but was that the same about 100 euros something like that day? i
0: don't think it was yeah it wasn't particularly expensive we might have spent a bit more because of we used a lot of fuel but we'll mm. uh, talk about that in a minute
1: yeah so it's um and we actually booked that the day before didn't we and then yeah. we had it from 9 a.m mm-hmm. until 6 p.m mm-hmm. um so yeah so we we so we we paid it up from um they 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 moored the boats just just where their kiosk is outside of Steena Winery. So we went down there. They have an icebox, so we went and went to the supermarket in beforehand and got ourselves a couple of drinks and a picnic and and yeah, got in our um, in our boat and started put, putting away. Um, and we headed um, as you as you, I guess if you look at Brach, we headed left, so we kind of went up towards the west side of the island.
0: So if the if the island of Brach is a clock face, would you say that Brach is about sort of nine pm? as you look at it
1: bratches the island
0: sorry bowl is 9 p.m six six so we went 6 p.m to midnight to nine to nine yeah (laughs) it was
1: a very slow boat (laughs) 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 it felt like we went to 12 um so yeah so we 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 kind of went up that coast there's lots of little alcoves in the way you can stop and and throw your anchor out and, mm. and yeah, getting yeah, on this beach <laughs> that you can get onto. Um, or not. Or not. Um, and then we decided to, we'd actually been to, on another, another weekend, we'd been to a town called Milner, which is on the west coast, so about nine o'clock, um, which is a, a little port town, which we thought was really sweet. So we thought, well, it can't be that hard to get there. We'll, um, we'll go there. Um, it was harder than we expected.
0: Well, it took us a long time to get there,
1: mm. but
0: also there's um when you, when you get to a certain point in the island, you're you start to get into this like shipping lane, don't you?
1: Yeah. Do you know what? I'm I'm looking at it now on Google Maps, and it is the number of dotted lines yes. for like ferries and. Oof.
0: I was shitting my pants. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm um. not. I'm not a very good swimmer. Leanne's a very very good swimmer. I'm not at all. I can't swim, and so. Um, and so that worries me. And then just being in a boat, which I've only been in a boat like once before, that small. And I was just, and then we suddenly started seeing all these huge boats steaming past us as they went past us all, like the bow wave would knock us over. And it was, uh, it was all a bit stressful. Yeah.
1: And because it wasn't very powerful, our engine, it felt at times that we weren't actually moving. <laughs> we were on like full throttle. We weren't actually moving. Um, so probably not the best idea to do that. Um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy in water and around water. But even I felt a little bit, <laughs> a bit yeah. nervous, um, but it was fun. So we, and we made it, we made it to Milner. Um, yeah, and then we realized we had to turn around and go back because it would take us three hours to get back yeah. to Bol. Um But it was, it was fun. And again, it was, it gives you such a different perspective of the coastline, doesn't it? Because you're mm. looking, you're looking at the land rather than at the sea. Um, it's fun. I think you have to do it if you. If you've got the time, yeah, definitely.
0: And despite what I said, I really did enjoy it. It was really good fun, and um, <laughs> making uh, making gin and tonics on the high sea is quite fun as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, so
0: we got back, and the guy went to measure the fuel to see how much we owed. And I watched him, and he he measured. He must have picked it up three times to check it because I think he expected us to use maybe about a gallon just to pop put- up the road. Sit and have a beer and then come back a few hours later. But we were we were driving. Is that the right word? Is that the right verb for sailing, I suppose? Yeah. We were put putting.
1: We were put putting. P- probably
0: about five hours. So uh, we used <laughs> we used half his fuel. But um but no, it was good. It was really good. Um and also just a quick one, uh, because I know that we're uh, we're heading up to forty minutes now, so
1: Are we? We are we've got a chat on today, haven't we? We
0: did, we did. Um, but the one of the things Bratch is famous for is its lamb um and it, it, the lamp is incredible and there's a particular place if you are interested email us because we'll show you exactly where it is it's a little hot, uh, maybe about two kilometers out of bol
1: towards latni rat Ian. towards latni rat
0: yep um but you go on the main road rather than going on the actual pedestrian bit um and um uh, and it's a little hot and with some tables outside and a huge big sort of old barbecue i suppose it's like a spit Mm-hmm. um and uh, and what they'll do is they'll take an entire lamb if you're vegetarian then maybe turn off for a few minutes while we talk about this <coughs> they take an entire lamb stick a pole up its bum comes out there comes out its mouth ties it to a big sort of mechanized spit thing and then just leaves it for maybe about under six,
1: a wood fire under
0: a wood fire and leaves it for maybe about six hours mm. and uh, you pre-order this lamb so we went in there and we said yep we definitely were coming in thursday we'll have our lamb We'd got there and he'd sold it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he did. <laughs> but he was so apologetic, he gave us meals for free, like cevapi for free, and a few and beers for free. And then we came back on the Sunday and we had our lamb and it was just incredible, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. It was it's possibly the best lamb I've ever had,
0: ever. Just yeah. beautiful. Just beautiful. And uh, so imagine rather than like lamb where it's sliced like you might get in the UK, it's just parts of lambs, so they'll cut a bit of leg off you off for you, they'll cut a big chunk of like whatever bits, all bits of lamb you eat. Um, and you just sit there, and it's it's just brilliant.
1: Yeah, really, really good, really good. And then I think, um, in terms of the places on Bratch, we spent most of our time around Bowl because we just, we just loved it, and just it was just very, it was very chilled a few weeks, wasn't it? And we actually ended up staying an extra two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went to be there for five, and we stayed for seven, and uh, we didn't we didn't want to leave. Um, but I mean, there's so many so many places. Again, I'd, I'd say get you know rent a car if you can. Um we went over um to a few towns. We went to Povla, uh, which is kind of in the in the northeast. Uh we went over to Supetar, which is where the Split Ferry comes in. Mm-hmm. So if you come from Split you'll you'll um you'll end up there. Um and where else did we go? Scrip and then obviously sort of, um, there's lots of cute little villages in there. There really um, is Milner. Yeah. It's
0: w- it's worth noting though that um that majority of beaches there are gravel or stone beaches yes um but if you walk down the pedestrian area we talked about before there's lots of places which are selling um these sort of fold up foam bed things that are just made of foam um
1: yeah and do that we went to that beach bar didn't we
0: (sighs) pants pulled down
1: oh i mean it was a lovely place to sit dog friendly again which was good great for us but we got there quite late didn't we i don't think we got there until maybe half two three Mm o'clock um got a couple of beds and umbrella in, and the woman at the bar was like, yeah, no worries, just set yourself in. He'll come over in a bit and, and, and charge you. And we'd done it before when we were on the mainland and it wasn't that much, was it? I think maybe like 12 euros total for two beds mm-hmm. and, a, and a parasol and cushions. And he came over and what was it, 30 euros? Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: So don't do that. Go go down and spend five euros on a, um, uh, on these little foam things. You'll see them as you, as you walk down the pedestrian area. They've got lots of these little stores selling lots of stuff. Um, so uh, to grab one of those and then just head out, head on out in your car or your quad bike, uh, and uh, and just drive and see what you find because you'll find all these deserted beaches. Don't be. <laughs> there's a lot of nudist um, areas in uh, in in Croatia and on Brac, and um, even if it's not designated nudist, then um, people aren't shy about taking the clothes off. So Nude. don't be <laughs> don't be afraid if you turn a corner and see see a massive. Uh, um, let's not go into that, um, <laughs> <laughs> but just get, but you can basically, um, you can just sort of stop the car, pull over, get onto the side of the beach, uh, put, put your thing down and no, that sounds bad. Put your, uh, foam, <laughs> <laughs> get your, get your thing out, get your foam, uh, get your foam bed out, um, have a little paddle and, oh, you bought some swim shoes, didn't you know? What do you call them? Beach shoes, sea shoes? Oh
1: yeah. I don't know what they are. Swim shoes. Maybe we actually got them from Lidl. Um, they're just like trainers. Kind of light trainers that you can wear into the sea, which I think in yeah, if you if you're not if you're used to more kind of sandy beaches, um, they are really good because it just means that you can walk into the into the sea without hurting your toes. Um, so they're worth doing, and I don't think they're much worth, like five or six euros or something. Mm. So definitely worth doing. But as I said, there's lots of nice beaches. We can just drive around and stop, and you won't see many people. If you do, they're probably going to be naked, but that's okay. <laughs> And then before we wrap this up, because we must be I don't know, what we two hours now. Um <laughs> quick word on Havar.
0: Havar, so that's one of the most famous of the islands. There's um there's another one which is oh Leah, do you remember what it's called where um the was from? It begins with C, I think. I have to quick no. Google for that. Um cook anyway, I'll come back to that. Yeah. So there's um so Havar is a very long, sort of thin island, and it's just off the coast of Bratch, or Bratch is off the coast of that, if you're from Bavar. Um I think there seems to be some rivalry, a kind of a, like a Liverpool-Manchester sort of rivalry between the two islands. Mm. Um, if, if Bratch is Manchester and... No, <laughs> I'm not going to go down the road. Um, we went we went to Havar for a day. Uh, we did it in style. We found, <laughs> we found a guy who... Would, we were on holiday. We were on holiday, yes, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> we tried to we tried to do it more cost effectively. Yeah. So we there's no there's no regular boats that we could find from um from Brach to Havar in terms of same day. Like you get there but then it's I think it's like one ferry a day, wasn't it? Mm. So then we looked at joining like a boat trip, which we could have done, um, but it was just a bit tight on on timings. Um, because we wanted to visit some wineries, so we did some research.
0: And what did you find, Leon?
1: I found a nice a nice man. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but i he's um, still on my phone. Um, very nice man um, who agreed to take us over on his speedboat um, in the morning and come pick us up in the afternoon.
0: Which was great.
1: It, wasn't, it, was, it was so cool. It was like a rib boat as well, wasn't it? So yeah. it was super fast. It felt like a rock star. Um, and do you know what? It was expensive, but it wasn't ridiculous. We paid €150 Euros for a return trip, which for two of us is obviously a little, bit, a little bit pricey. But this boat could fit, like, what, 10 people on it? Mm. So there's a few of you. It's, it's actually quite affordable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but we went over and we went to... Where did we go first? Was it for Bosca first?
0: Can't remember. The, and what's the one y- beginning with J? Yelsa. Yelsa. Can't remember. Um, yes, it was for Bosca first. Yes. So it was one of the um, one of the coastal villages. There was a winery there uh, that we wanted to go to. Um, so we stopped at a coffee when we got off um, and a grasshopper or something and then went to this winery which was. The <clears throat> it's funny because when you think about wineries.
1: Is it Carrick? Fina um, yes, Carrick?
0: Yes, I think it was. When you think about wineries, you tend to think of like these uh, fields with. Um, a house at the end of it and you're in the middle of nowhere um, a lot of these wineries, excuse me a second sorry so a lot of these wineries are actually in the town and their actual vineyards are out of the town, um, so we went to this old house um, and we're in the basement there and we walked in and the lady was, she didn't seem that keen to see us at first but she, she warmed I think
1: we are like just it. early, because we got the boat over early she opened at 11 and we walked in at two minutes past and she's <laughs> like, hello morning <laughs>
0: So she sat down and went through um, a few of those wines. They were brilliant. Um, Really, really nice wines. Um,
1: I think that was actually our favourite that we went to, wasn't it? It was really good.
0: They had a um, uh, Plavich Mali there, which is a Reserva, I think. Yeah. Uh, Most of the red wine over there is from Plavich, Plavich Mali, which means small red, I think, or small black. I can't remember.
1: Small blue. Small blue.
0: Um, and they're the the little grapes that are grown mainly on the island. Um, there's something quite interesting about them is that they, I think that they work. Is, it, is this the right grape? That they're, they're better if they're on a very steep slope. Yes. Um, which was so. If you see, you'll see quite a lot of the uh, of the of the islands around there and Bratch as well, where you'll see that it's a very steep slope and vineyards planted on them. And it looks like it's just they've got nowhere else to plant them, but actually they've deliberately chosen to plant them on there because when they've got sort of quite rocky soil and then a steep incline. Then the water runs away, and it somehow makes the makes the grape a particular type. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but it makes it good anyway. Hmm. So where else did we go?
1: Um, so then from there we jumped in a taxi um, down to Yelsa um, and we saw this quite a few times actually, didn't we? On um, Bratch as well where you'll just see a taxi parked and it will have a phone number on the side and you just call them mm. and some dude will come running down from the cafe or his house or <laughs> um so yes there's one in the pool we called it it wasn't far was it maybe a 10 15 minute mm-hmm. taxi ride over to yelsa we went to vina tomich mm.
0: um,
1: which is probably one of the best promoted wineries very diplomatic in havar um yeah they've got their marketing on haven't they mm. um Owned by a very eccentric gentleman uh, who makes wine. Um, beautiful winery, newly built but in an old style. Mm. Um, it was all. It was all right. I think I, mm, I've I've seen a general theme traveling around the Balkans, and I don't think this is done with any malice or misogyny. But there just seems to be. a trend at times for men of a certain age not necessarily listen when a woman speaks. Um and I, I kind of had this experience here mm. when we tried to join in the conversation. Comments were at best ignored. Um at worst the head shake. Mm-hmm. Um, so that took the shine off it a little bit for me, but
0: And the thing is that Leanne knows a lot about wine. She'd never say it because she's quite modest but she knows a lot about wine and she and she's got a really good palate she can taste different things that i can't for me it's just like that's red nice that's red horrible you know that's white nice that's white horrible um whereas leanne actually has these nuances she can she can pick up on the nuances and so um the 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 guy leading the tour would turn around and say to me what do you think and then he'd turn around to the other guy who was with us and say what do you think and then he'd go right next wine you know and it's like and after about three times of this, Leanne's like, "Well, I'll tell you what I think. I, d- I don't think this is very good." And the guy, and the guy, he looked like uh, he looked like he'd been slapped in the face, didn't he? But Leanne was dead on. It wasn't very good. And the other guy who was with us um, was saying that that were saying the same. It just wasn't as good as some of the other stuff we tra- tried.
1: Mm, because he queued it up, saying that it was it was a new vine. The vine had only been planted for was it three, four years or something? And mm-hmm. see, so well, anyway. But the point is, it doesn't matter if you know anything about wine or not. I'm certainly don't know an expert, but I can, If you know, if something smells, taste a bit like cherries, and I'll say it tastes a bit like cherries. Mm. But it's more the point that if you're there to experience wine, it's nice to have people that facilitate that experience. Mm. You know, it, it's whether you like it or not at the end of the day. It could be the best wine in the world, but if you don't like it, you don't like it. Mm. But it's, yeah, it was just a lot of... A lot of ceremony, I felt, at, at Tomage, But
0: So just to wrap it up, then we went from the most elegant, well-lit, beautiful...
1: Um, it is a beautiful building, it is.
0: It is. It is. Um, to to a barn. <laughs> um, at the very end, we went to this, uh, they, they call it a, um, what's the word when it's like very small winery?
1: Boutique?
0: Boutique winery. So we went there, and they're quite famous for orange wine, which we didn't realise and think until we got there. Um, and orange wine, we're not really big fans of orange wine. I mean, the wine was good, and mm. the tour was great, and the lady was really nice, and she explained everything to us, but we were standing in, in sort of very dim light uh, with mosquitoes around, <laughs> biting us. It was us,
1: very uh, hot.
0: Very hot, and um, and the wines weren't necessarily to our taste, but that's nothing to take away from that winery because it is very, you know, they, they, they're winning awards. and
1: She gave us a fantastic experience as well. Like the, yes. It was miles away from where we came from in terms of her enthusiasm and wanting to share with us rather than shout us. Mm-hmm. us. Um, I've been trying to find the name of it and I can't find it, we'll have to put it put it on the notes. But it was, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And actually a couple of their reds were really great. There's really one which
0: great. is called like 1852 or something, which is the number of hours of sunshine up. On yes. Havar. Um And uh, yeah, but their reds are to again Plavich Malley, which is quite dry, lots of tannins. Mm. Um, so, but my, very much like a, I suppose a a French red would be, um, like a beefy French red. Where it's like, right? yeah.
1: If you're eating your lamb on on the spit, you <coughs> want a glass of that wine yeah. to go with it.
0: But anyway, was, despite all that, we managed to buy wine from every one, every one of them, uh, and then went to the port, sat and had a gin and tonic, and that's when you had your um your rock star experience, isn't
1: it? It was. So we sat on these this like comfy, squishy. Like, two-seated chair, looking out over to Bratch, sipping my Hendrix with my cucumber because at that point I was wind out. Um, and then I just get this message saying two minutes away, and we see our little mate on his boat, just comes speeding up to the harbour. I'll quickly ask for the bill, pay our money, I'm scooping up the merch, we run over, get on the boat, and Iran just reverses and speeds away. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is how, like, Rich people live. Mm-hmm. This is just a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it was um was I was it a Tuesday? No, it was a Thursday. But um it was just so it was just cool. It was really cool. Yeah. And so. it was just the sun was just coming down as well, wasn't it? When we were going back, it was just oh, flashball moment, mm-hmm. deathbed will remember it day.
0: It's so, so would you go back to Bratch or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've actually talked about this, and you said that you wouldn't necessarily go back to Brach for as long as we, we stayed there before. You see it more as maybe a holiday destination than a. Yeah, place I think because we're work. there
0: for seven weeks, um, it is an expensive place to stay. And in particularly if of, of those seven weeks, six of them you're doing sort of a day's work and you've only got Friday and Saturday, sorry, Saturday and Sunday, um, then it is an expensive place. And I've looked around, and there aren't really anywhere, there's nowhere really cheap if you want somewhere decent yeah
1: bearing in mind though we we, then, we were there from the end of july to the middle of september true. so when we were there in peak true but so. it's yeah
0: so i think for me i'd go back and i would say right we're taking two weeks off we're going to pay x amount a week which is 10x what we'd normally pay um but we're gonna excuse me we're gonna have the two weeks off and we're gonna go and do exactly what we just did there we're going to hire a boat we're going to get the speedboat to take us to Avar again and we gonna go and do all those things. That's what that's what I would do. I don't think I'd go there for seven weeks again. Hmm. I would. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we probably will go for seven weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excuse me. No, like you said, it is really expensive. It's not and I'm not sure we'd get any more experience from it if we went back. I think that's a difficulty, isn't it? Yeah. We wouldn't and there's not much left to do. We uh, we covered some ground, but it's a place to holiday without a doubt if you've never been and want to spend a big chunk of time there, I think there's enough to do, mm-hmm. um, particularly if you're working part of the time there as well. Um, it's just... We, we we talked about this, didn't we, when we were there? Like We used to play these games, like, would you rather be here or in Lombok here mm-hmm. or in Thailand here or in... And I, I think the only one that came close was maybe Gilly T, that mm-hmm. we were like, oh, I don't know. In, if, if anyone's been to Southeast Asia and you're used to seeing those just the, the colours of this sea and how it goes from like a dark blue to a turquoise to an almost crystal clear. It's just, it's, it's almost tropical in how mm. it looks. It's the most beautiful place. I don't think we will find somewhere that we felt was as special to us than Brach. In Europe. In Europe.
0: Yeah. Oh, to be fair, we've not done a lot of Greece. So if, if you're listening and you've done Greece... Then we'd love to hear your uh, your suggestions about that. But apart from Greece, yeah, we've we've spent a lot of time in Spain, um, and it's just and some time in Italy, and this is just incredible. Just as a little bit of um, we, I, I thought I'd found a deal because I found a, um, I found a, a house which we used to walk past with a dog every day, and it got this infinity pool, and uh, it was oh. sitting on its own, and it was beautiful. It looked like, like probably only two bedrooms.
1: Oh, it's quite small, but it was gorgeous
0: and so i I inquired like to see how much it was and uh uh, for next year and and i saw it was for like i think it was five weeks it was five grand and i was like well i mean that's expensive but look at it i hadn't realized it was five thousand pounds a week Mm-hmm. So it's going to cost us twenty-five thousand pounds. We're not doing that. It cost us twenty-five thousand pounds to have the house over five weeks. So that's the sort of level if you're looking at your own villa. It does be obviously a little bit cheaper if you want to go. Um, if you want to go to, in fact, if you got, to, if you are going to stay anywhere, go to Villa Azura because it is just mm-hmm. incredible, and, you can, and it's just incredible. You will love it
1: yeah and you could see that with we because we we were there for seven weeks, so we saw a lot of people come and go. <laughs> but you'd always just see the look of just like because we see people like because you all your balconies are kind of kind of next to each other, aren't they and then down? So I mean, we were quite private because we were we were on the top so and and the block next was just kind of positioned a bit further forward, so they had to really kind of look back to look at us but but we could we could see quite a few people, couldn't we? Not that it wasn't private. I think mean, it's just the the angle, perhaps at certain times. Mm. Um, but you just see people come in from the room, and because you walk through the room and then out onto the balcony, mm. and just everyone's just that look of wonder and just like wow. Mm. Just the smiles, and everyone's quickly getting their phones out straight away and taking mm. pictures. It's just it's just beautiful. It's uh, Yaka and Petro have done such a great great job with that place. It is stunning Mm -hmm. and actually in in terms of we talk about bratch being expensive in terms of kind of affordability it's it is it is affordable and it is very reasonably reasonably priced for the quality of accommodation Mm -hmm. and its location
0: absolutely absolutely you'd pay twice to three times more for half as good an apartment if you went down the hill yeah um so yeah brilliant okay well that's the longest podcast we've ever done (laughs)
1: We had a good summer though, didn't we? Brilliant summer.
0: Don't regret Uh, a minute of it or a penny of it.
1: Especially now we're in lockdown again. We're currently in in Slovenia. Um, We've been locked down for, it's our third week now. Mm
0: -hmm. We love Slovenia as well. We come here every year, but it's just coming from Bratch. It's just a little bit of a...
1: It's just this perfect little blue dream that's just sitting there that we can look to when things start to feel a bit meh. It's um, incredible. I have no doubt it would be a holiday that anyone would remember. It's just gorgeous.
0: Yeah. So our queue, I think, is because Dog yep. Peanut is whining. But just to summarize, if you do like the Thai islands um, or anything around Indonesia, then you will love Bratch because yeah. it's basically that, but, you know, three hours With flight. wine. With wine, yes. <laughs> Definitely. And javapi And Lam. lamb. Right, okay, anything else we need to say?
1: Nope, don't think it's so. there. I think we've we said it all.
0: Right, okay, so until next time, do you know where we are next time?
1: Uh Bosnia. Bosnia.
0: Yeah. Oh, we love Bosnia. This is a throwback. Uh going back only two years. Yeah. Yeah, We're yeah. Talk about Mostar and Sarajevo. Um, two of well, Mostar. We just we love Bosnia. Right.
1: Bye I'll now. do. Bye.
0: <laughs> See you later. Bye-bye.